Hello, and welcome to the Alchemy of Art podcast with your host, Addie Hirschton. Join us as we share folk tales and true stories about artists and the creative process. So we'll start with a quote of the day. The root meaning of art is to fit together. And we all do this every day. Not all of us are painters, but we are all artists. Each time we fit things together, we are creating, whether it is to make a loaf of bread, a child, or a day. And that was written by Karita Kent. We're going to talk more about her later. Hello everyone, uh, my name is Addie Hirshton. I am a contemporary impressionist painter. I'm a teacher with the Indianapolis Art Center, author and public speaker. And welcome to my first uh, Alchemy of Art podcast. And the purpose of this podcast is to share with you the large collection of folk tales and true stories about art and artists that I've collected. Um, I teach classes for adults and children and when I teach a class, I get the students started on an art project and you know, we go through the history lesson or technique uh, lesson of the day. <clears throat> and once they're on a roll, I share with them a story of the day. I get this wide variety of philosophical feedback from the students when I share these stories. Of course, the adults will see them in a totally different light than the children. Um, They'll get very different lessons from it, right? But they all love them. Um, even the adults will beg for these stories. And I think it's because they're all so uplifting. You know, I, I've gathered these stories from all over the world, but they, they all, you know, just hit upon and articulate why we create art. And they do it so much better than, you know, any modern artist statement ever could because they have these characters who work through their problems and they solve them and have resolutions. So um, what we'll do is we'll start off the podcast with a story of the day. Um, then I'll share with you some thoughts on the story and why I find it meaningful. We'll answer questions from the listeners and, and then I'm going to top it off with a, a book recommendation. Uh, so just have to say I used to be a librarian. So Sorry, I just can't help sharing all those juicy tomes that have been so inspiring to me, and I hope they are inspiring to you. And now, the story of the day. The Cherry Tree. Once upon a time, there was an artist. He traveled the world with everything he owned on his back. In his large sack, there were brushes and delicate papers to paint on. Anytime he saw a grand mountain or a quiet river, he would sit down and paint it. The artist loved to draw things of beauty. One day, he walked into a city. In the hustle and bustle of the marketplace, the artist pulled out some of his paintings and displayed them on a corner of the street for sale. Soon soldiers from the emperor's palace came marching by, and one of them saw the artist's work and stopped to look at it. Oh, you should come see the emperor, said the soldier. 
He is looking for an artist to paint the cherry blossoms that are blooming in the royal garden. So the artist packed up his things and followed the soldiers to the emperor's palace. There he was taken to the royal garden, where a beautiful cherry tree was heavy with pink blooms. The artist stared at the tree for some time until the emperor arrived. Can you paint my tree, young man? asked the emperor. I want to enjoy it all the year long and not just for the few days it is in bloom. Yes, I could paint the tree for you, sir, said the artist, but it will take me a whole year to work on the project. Can you wait that long? I can, laughed the emperor. Good things come to those who wait. The artist left the palace and traveled to a remote mountain hut. There he painted the cherry tree. Spring ended, summer, fall, and winter passed. When the snow had melted and the buds on the cherry tree opened to the spring warmth again, the artist returned to the palace. The emperor was sitting at his throne. The artist bowed to him, and then taking the sack off of his back, he took out his paints, brushes, and paper. With agile brush strokes, the artist painted the softness of the cherry tree onto a blank sheet of paper. Within a few minutes, he was finished. He presented the painting to the emperor and bowed again. The emperor stood up and sneering, he said, What is the meaning of this? You said it would take you a year to paint my cherry tree, and yet you have finished it in minutes. You have tricked me, and I refuse to pay you. No, 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 wait, said the artist. This project has taken me a year, and I can prove it. Follow me. The emperor and his soldiers followed the artist out of the city to a hut where the artist had worked for a year. Piled high to the ceiling were hundreds of copies of the cherry tree painting. You see, said the artist, I had to practice painting the tree. I had to practice until I got it right. And the emperor studied his own copy of the painting and sighed. Mm. It is my tree, and it will keep blooming all throughout the year. You have captured the spirit of the tree, and I will thank you for it. The end. So this is a folktale um, of Asian origin that was told to me by a, a teacher in high school. Now, sadly, this is one where I have not been able to find uh, any any documentation of it. So if anybody out there has heard of it, um, I have found another rendition, but uh, the artist uh, gets murdered in the end. So I don't think it's quite the same story, but... Uh, but if you have uh, heard of this story and you know it's, it's country of origin, please let me know. I'd be very curious. Um, as an adult, I couldn't remember what the object was that the artist painted over and over for years. So inspired by the many beautiful Japanese watercolor paintings of cherry trees, I decided to make that the subject. So thoughts on this story. Um, the value of a work of art is just not simply the time we put into it or the cost of the materials, right? It's the craftsmanship that's derived from sincere study and devotion you know, over and over again we'll create in order to find that sweet spot where we can clearly communicate a message, the message the artwork is trying to convey to the viewer. And in the case of the cherry tree story, the message of the artwork was to express the admiration for the delicate, beautiful tree, right? And the value artists bring to the table is their ability to open our eyes and shed light on what we value. Then we can transform the world. 
you can use art to transform your space into a place where there is more beauty and more justice, more of whatever it is you want. So this leads me to our questions from listeners. Now, um, this is our very first podcast. So I uh, decided to start it off with a question that I get most often from students. Now, if in the future you guys out there would like to submit a question, I would love to uh, tackle those, uh, those uh, deep, deep questions that we all have as, as a fellow artists. And you can go to azirfineart.com. That's my website. It's A-Z-H-I-R-F-I-N-E-A-R-T.com. And fill out the contact form. And while you're there, you can always uh, join my newsletter for updates on new paintings and workshops. Also, subscribers to my newsletter are automatically going to be entered to win um, my painting giveaway that I do every Thanksgiving. So I welcome you to do that. So back to the question of the day. So I get this question so often. Students will say to me, I'm in a rut. (laughs) How can I keep going? They get, you know, the artist's equivalent of writer's block, right? And to this... I say, do what the artist in the cherry tree story did. You keep creating. Even if you have to create something over and over and over again for a year until you get it right, keep creating. The reason um, all of you are called to create art might not be clear at first, but it will be with time. And if you aren't sure of what to create, take a suggestion from a teacher. Or work through a book of exercises. Which leads me to uh, my book recommendation for the day for you. So the book recommendation for the day is this. Um, The quotation we had at the beginning was by Corita Kent. It's from an excellent book that's called Learning by Heart. Teachings to Free the Creative Spirit. It's also written um, by Jan Stewart. And it's a, a workbook where you can go through the exercises and um, and tackle those artistic uh, um, problems that they give you. But it's, it's also about um, philosophy of art and teaching. And the um, woman, Corita Kent, was a very special individual. Um, she died in, what, 1986 or so? And she was an um, American Catholic nun and artist and educator. So um, she lived in LA and she um, helped teach art classes. And this book is partially a compilation of her philosophical um, writings from when she was a teacher. And um, I have to, I feel like I have to say I am not Catholic, but um, I found her sincere devotion um, really moving and she brought um, the act of creativity into a spiritual context so I just highly recommend this book learning by heart teachings to free the creative spirit by Corita Kent and Jan Stewart so this uh, brings me toward the end of our first podcast Um, things that are going on with me I've been painting a ton of flower paintings been obsessed with them 
Um, and you can see those latest paintings on my art blog, which is at artistaddy.com. Um, I'm very excited to be teaching a class on botanical flower painting that's going to be at the Indianapolis Art Center this um, spring. It's going to start at middle of March. And <clears throat> I'm, got, I'm going to be helping to host a storytelling retreat where uh, educators from around Indiana are going to come and um, talk about storytelling and using storytelling in education. And if you're in the area, I'd love to see you there. You want to go to um, fantasticfables.net to sign up for that. And last but not least, be on the lookout for my upcoming book, The Alchemy of Art, Stories for the Classroom, which has, of course, inspired this podcast here. It is a collection of 50 folk tales and true stories that are for art educators to share out loud with their students. And many of these stories are going to be shared on the podcast and can be found in the book, along with recommended resources and lesson plan ideas. So thanks, everyone. May these stories about art and the creative process inspire you. May you find your voice. I want to hear what you have to say. You have been listening to the Alchemy of Art podcast. To find out more about Addie Hirshton and her work, go to azirfineart.com. That's A-Z-H-I-R-F-I-N-E-A-R-T dot com.